Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You, Podcast, with your hosts Ashley Gowans and Jackie Hendricks. Are you tired of feeling like you're losing control? We will use our knowledge and our experience to help you gain confidence in your ability to create a secure financial future and live the life that you desire. Hello and welcome to Your Money, Your Life, Controlled by You podcast with your host, Ashley Goings and Jackie Hendricks. Now today, I'm going to be honest with you. We've been kind of stressing and it's rather apt because we are actually talking about stress. Our number one asset in our life is our health and how stress really affects that. Our number one asset is our physical health. And today we are here to discuss how financial stressors affect our health, not only our physical health, but our mental health and emotional health. One of our basic needs in life is the feeling of safety and security. And that applies to our finances, our financial resources, our employment, and the ability to provide and prosper in life and having predictable outcomes. But if we're not standing on stable ground with our finances, it's like standing on wet sand. You get the feeling that you're slowly, slowly sinking down. Downward we go and we feel like we're being sucked in and it's not a good feeling. It really does cause stress. A lot of time we don't only feel like we're standing on wet sand, but quicksand. It may feel like that you need an army to come get you out of the hole that you're in. But what we're asking you to do is take the information that we're giving you as a guide and apply what fits your lifestyle and make the adjustments. Today, we're going to also go over some statistics that we have done research on and share those with you as far as income levels, as far as generations and some other factors that contribute to stress. So why don't you go ahead and share some of those statistics with our viewers and our listeners? Well, to start off with, not having enough money to care for our everyday needs is not being extravagant. It is life. Less money, though, means more stress. According to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, personal savings in America sits at $520 billion as of November 22, a huge drop from $485 trillion in 2020. Now, this is because of a lot of it was due to the pandemic. And 84% of Americans said they have experienced financial stress due to COVID. We had the great resignation, the great regret, and people cut their hours. People weren't able to work, go to work, or get paid. So they had to dive into their savings. And because of that, we are now suffering a lot of the residual effects. 42% of Americans say that money concerns affect them negatively. Women are more adversely affected by this. We need to take into consideration stress and anxiety will manifest itself in people in different ways, but it will affect our health, our relationships, and our careers. 
It takes a toll on us mentally, physically, and emotionally. I feel as though a lot of our stressors are a result of inflation. As of June 2022, inflation rose to the highest point in over 40 years to 9.1%. As a result, a lot of Americans have found it hard to be able to afford the essential everyday needs. Now in August, we got a little bit of a break. It decreased a little bit to 8.3%. But when was the last time that you looked at the cost of a carton of eggs? Right, or a gallon of milk. I mean, a gallon of milk right now is staying anywhere between $4 and $5, at least in our area. And if you get the specialty brand, you're even going to be paying more. Seven bucks. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and what, what about eggs? What have you been seeing on eggs? Eggs are outrageous. I mean, I have seen between $4 for a dozen and uh, up to six or seven dollars for a dozen and a half. That is basic essentials that people need to live every day. I'm at the point of I'm ready to buy a cow and I'm ready to buy me some chickens because I'm right there with it, you. It's, it's just outrageous. And what we really want to do is look at the statistic breakdown for your generations because generational gaps is what we've all referred to it as it's you have different stressors in your life so let's do a generational breakdown because we've looked at generation gaps in income levels before we've looked at generation gaps in our learning and things of that sort but let's like look at it for the stressors gen z is typically your age 18 to 25 their top stressor, according to a poll, was money. And 82% of them say that that is their top stressor. Well, and then you think about it. That's the generation that just graduated. Average cost of college per year is $35,551, which roughly equates to $142,000 for four years which in some areas is the cost of what their parents paid for their first home. So they're already going in debt for a tremendous loan. And on average, it takes most people a little more than 20 years to pay off those student loans. Absolutely. And then look at the millennials. That's age 26 to 43. Again, they said one of the top stressors is money. And that's 81% of the individuals that were polled said that. Now you've got Gen X, which I'm almost knocking on the door of, but um, it's age 44 to 57. I got a few more years to go, but lucky you. <laughs> again, you've got that recurring factor being money as their top stressor. And 68% say that they're stressed about it. Now, as we get into the baby boomers and silent generation, you're going to see a little bit of a difference. The baby boomers are ages 58 to 76, and they switched up from money to economy. And 54% of them say that they're stressed about the economy. Now, with the silent generation that is ages 77 and above, 
they still say economy, and that's 55%. So it doesn't matter what generation you're in, money and economy go hand in hand as being one of the top stressors that we all stress about. Well, think about the last two generations you just talked about, the baby boomers and the silent generation. Most of them are heading into retirement. So they're, they've got, they're on fixed incomes. So Absolutely. that's going to be paramount to their concerns, the economy. We talked about inflation. How is that affecting them? They're not able to buy as much as they were two years ago. They're not able to have as much as they did. They're counting their pennies. I have so many people that I work with that are very concerned about this. Housing is one of their biggest concerns. Mm -hmm. The prices of rents have gone up astronomically in the last few years. In fact, I had several friends of mine who were living in rental homes and the rent went up between $300 and $500 per year. And when you're on a fixed income, that's a heavy blow. They had to scramble, get out of their leases, which is costly, to find rental homes that are less expensive, that can fit within their budgets. But if the economy keeps going, the inflation keeps going, they're going to be out of the market. They're not going to be able to afford a home. Exactly. And that is scary. Exactly. And that is a way that causes a lot of stress for a lot of people. And then you look at income levels. If you make less than $25,000 a year, 79% of people say that they stress about money. 25 to 49,000 a year, 74% stress. 50 to 74,000 a year, 69% stress. 75 to 99,000 a year, 67%. And even those that make over 100,000 a year, 54% of those still stress about money. Now, you may be sitting there asking yourself, what in the world can somebody that makes $100,000 be stressing about or more? Well, like we talked about, inflation, the cost of a home. Not being able to be financially secure in the purchases for everyday living, just the basics of everyday living it causes a lot of stress. If I have to worry about whether I'm keeping a roof over my head or food on the table, and I've got a family of four to feed, that is a stressor. Now we're talking about stressors and you know, part of this is how does it affect us physically? Stress is like a silent killer. It lays in the background and just eats away at you. It manifests in anxiety, depression, you can have headaches on the minor side. Okay, you can have headaches, change of attitudes, not willing to go out and be social. You have sleep problems. You have worries. I mean, it's not only just worrying about something, but it's an overriding concern that I'm not going to have enough to make ends meet. This is leading to depression. This mm -hmm. can also lead to heart attacks, stroke, and other physical ailments. So that is why it's so imperative to make sure we get our financial houses in order to safeguard this. So how do we go about kind of protecting ourselves and making sure we're not 
going down the wrong road, so to speak, with our finances and leading it to more stress. Well, like we've said in previous episodes, the first thing is getting your mindset right. You've got to have that change and get out of the, oh, woe is me, and get to the putting one foot in front of the other, put your big girl or your big boy panties or drawers, whatever you want to call them, boxers on, pull them up, hike them up, do a Urkel. I don't care what you do. Just get up off your rear and go do something. You are in control of your destiny. What you do today determines your future. Truly, it does. And the biggest things that we can do and that will affect our future is the decisions we make and the actions we take. So what actions can we take? Well, first and foremost is like we started back at the basics, get a budget started. I don't care what budget and style you use. It has to be part of your everyday life. Then look in your local newspaper, look in social media platforms, find financial seminars that you can go to. Make sure you're getting the right information, though, if you go to those. And like I've said before, I never thought of myself as being a couponer, but there's a lot of places that do coupon clipping parties. Look for ways to cut down on your costs because there's no worse feeling than trying to figure out where groceries are coming from because of the inflation cost when you've got newspapers that your neighbor down the road might only look at the sports page. Ask them if you can get the coupons out of it. Find those extra steps that you can take to cut down costs. Well, another thing you can do if you are not able to cut down on cost is get another job, get a part-time job, supplement your income somehow, some way. I've even heard of people going online and or going to thrift stores, buying things at a reduced price, then turn around selling mm-hmm. them online for a profit. There are different ways out there. You just have to be resourceful. There's three things that I always teach. Respect, responsibility, and resourcefulness. You got to respect yourself enough that you can do this. And that means taking a breath, stopping the roller coaster you're on and saying, hey, what can I do to make effectual changes in my life today? Mm -hmm. You're in control. You've got this. But stop, breathe. Give yourself a break. Don't belittle. Do not berate yourself because all that does is just make matters worse. We can be our own worst enemy. If it was a friend, you would be sitting there cheering them on saying, you can do this. So treat yourself with some grace and some respect and get a handle on this. A lot of times it's easier for us to give advice rather than take our own advice or receive advice. So we've got to, like I said, put, put one foot in front of the other, make sure that you're not only leading by example, but you're living an example. Oh, that's such a great point because you have to lead and live by example. But one of the things is getting control. And if you are not mentally there, it's okay to seek help. You can go to a professional 
or you can seek out groups or accountability partners, friends and people who are going through the same thing. Sure, you don't have to give all your personals there, but a lot of people are going through the same thing. You are not alone. So seek out help to get to the right spot mentally, get the mindset right, and then move forward with the rest of your life and your future. One of the biggest things about leading and living by example is if you have children, they watch everything you do. And we want to be able to leave a healthy legacy to our family. And the first way we do that is we don't suppress the issues that we've had throughout our financial life, but we talk about them. But mommy, mommy, I want, I want this. Oh, come on, mommy. Give me this toy. I want this candy. Mommy, mommy, mommy. I changed my name, by the way. It wasn't mommy for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You have to teach them the difference between want and need because they may want that candy they may want that new barbie they may want a basketball whatever it is but do they need a new pair of shoes do they need a pair of jeans that don't have a rip in them do they need let's go to the older generation do they need tires on their car so they have to be responsible and taught the value of a dollar at a young age absolutely and the thing is with kids you got to start them young because sure, buying them a Barbie here or the candy there, no big deal. But later on, if you always say yes, then they want, hey, I want a Corvette for my first car. Will you buy it for me, mom? Or will you buy me my first car? It gets more expensive as they get older. It's hard to say no to your children. I do agree with that. But you have to be the parent, set the groundwork, and teach them that financial legacy that starts from the very beginning of their life, teaching them the difference between needs and wants, and then also teaching them how to, okay, you do want this Barbie dream house, okay? You get an allowance. You got birthday money. Let's save for that. Let's not... Indulge them in that instant gratification, but teach them delayed gratification, teach them how to work for things because they will appreciate that value so much more than you just giving it to them when they ask. Can y'all tell that we have daughters? (laughs) Yeah. So the big thing that we really want to stress is when you do have those financial burdens, as, as we all know, finances can be a burden. You want to make sure that you're not putting the stress on your children as well. Correct. The financial burdens can take a great toll on you, but the kids see it. So we're teaching them generationally bad habits and we want to prevent that. We want to teach them the good habits. So when they become adults, they become self-sufficient and self-reliant that they don't need to worry about borrowing money. They know how to use money as a tool. Okay, so we need to break those bad habits and put good habits in place to create generational attitudes towards money that are good and generational wealth. Now there's a subject for you. Well, generational wealth, that is great. 
just like we were talking about with the college cost earlier, you can actually start funding a child's college as young as 14 days old, completely tax-free. A lot of people don't realize this. And no, I am not talking about a 529 account where you have to guesstimate how much their college is going to cost. This builds college. <laughs> right. This builds on compound interest, which we're going to cover in another episode, how compound interest really works. But this is a way to keep Uncle Sam out of your pocket legally, because we do follow IRS codes. And be able to apply this technique to fund your children's college. On our next episode, what we're going to be discussing is how to keep from transferring your debt to your family, no matter what circumstances may arise. So make sure that you join us, like, comment, share, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Also, join us on our Facebook group, and our website is now up. Jackie, what's our web address? Our web address is ymylpodcast.com. So come and join us and see what we're all about. It doesn't matter where you are in life at this moment. We're here to help. If you are a college student, just starting your career or your family, even a seasoned CEO, and everything in between, Helping educate you and putting customized plans and strategies in place is our specialty. Giving you the ability to control your finances now and protect your assets for the future. Don't miss our next episode, where we will be discussing how to protect your family from your debt. Click the link in our bio to learn more about how we can help you get started on securing your financial future. Make sure you don't miss an episode click subscribe to get notifications of what's coming next. Hit that notification bell.